Welcome to another episode of the It's Not Brain Surgery podcast. This is the AANS Practice and Business Management Podcast. I'm your host for today's show, Paul Camerata. Welcome once again. And today we're really excited to have as our guest, Kristen Buckman. Kristen is going to answer some questions today on managing student loan debt. Kristen is currently in Oklahoma City with Castle Point Wealth Advisors. She obtained her certified financial planner designation and earned her bachelor's degree in personal financial planning from Kansas State University. And after earning her degree, began her career at the trust company in Manhattan, Kansas, as we like to call it out here in the Midwest, the Little Apple. She served as a financial planner and associate trust officer there and as adjunct instructor for the Department of Financial Planning at K-State. She was a recipient of the Rising Professional Award in 2002. Her passion for financial planning inspires her pursuit for lifelong learning and involvement with the Financial Planning Association, where she served as president of the Central Oklahoma chapter and the chapter of Greater Kansas City, the Public Awareness Committee. She's a native of Linden, Kansas, but now considers Oklahoma City home. Outside the office, she enjoys spending time with her husband, Kale, their children, and two dogs, Emmy and Shay. Welcome, Kristen, to the It's Not Brain Surgery podcast. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks. I'll bet in your wildest dreams, you never thought you would be talking on a brain surgery podcast about financial planning. I can't say it's on my radar, but I'm happy to help anyone that I can when it comes to finances, student loans, whatever the topic may be. Well, this is a big topic for those of us. I mean, I'm way too old now, but for those young neurosurgeons coming into practice who are finishing their education with mounds and mounds of financial debt, not only student loan debt from undergraduate and then medical school, but debts from taking out loans when they're going through their residency. Could you just kind of provide us with a little overview of the current landscape of student loan debt in the country? It's a timely question, right? We've all been hearing for months upon months about the student loan landscape. I mean, I actually think it's been 40 months. Um, We're coming off the pause of student loan payments. Student loan interest starts accruing next month with payments due in October. So certainly a a timely question right now is it's on the minds of a lot of individuals who haven't maybe even made their first payment yet. And there's been so much chatter. We are going to see forgiveness. That's now off the table. There's still a couple of changes that we're seeing. A new repayment plan that is out there. There is, again, some legislation still on that, but it sounds like that may stay in place. So just a lot of back and forth unknown. People don't know where to find correct information. And so it's been a challenge over the last couple of years, but starting to, I think, settle in and and know what the future does look like again, now that some of that has settled out. Do you see a fair number of doctors coming in with incredible debt? I remember when I I had a quite a bit of debt from undergraduate and from medical school, and it took me, I want to say 15 years before I think I burned my last promissory note in a bonfire in the backyard. <laughs> but now, I mean, young people are finishing with hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Yeah. I mean, how does one begin to take care of that? And, and how do you help people do that? Absolutely. It's a great question. Actually, I have seen a little bit more of this, more on the veterinarian industry, actually. So, you know, where I grew up, Kansas State does have a college for veterinarians. And so we see a lot of it through that. So somewhat similar in terms of, you know, just a lot of schooling. So student loans do start to pile up over time. 
And I would say it's a hard because it is a very personalized plan. As you may know, when you have a household, if you have a spouse that you're accounting for, you, you know, when you get out of residency and depending on what your income looks like, that there are so many different factors to consider. Some of it may depend on the interest rate environment that you were in when you were in school and just trying to think about all the different aspects of your financial life, not just specifically your student loans and trying to start a game plan forward that way. There are still some forgiveness opportunities that may be available, especially for the medical industry that that could be a possibility or over just a long enough time period. There are forgiveness opportunities if you make payments for enough qualifying months. And so there are still a lot of different avenues and ways to tackle this student loan debt. But I know it is something that once you finally get out of school, it's hanging over your head and you don't know where to start. So again, we can walk through a couple of tips that might be helpful. Kind of where do I begin? How do I? Exactly. Yeah. How do you begin? Somebody comes to you and they say, I've got $175,000 in debt. How do I start to manage that? The first question that we typically want to start with is what's the goal for paying off the debt? There's a couple different options there. First, you know, is it to pay it off as fast as possible? Is it to try to minimize the amount you pay over time and get to forgiveness options? Is it to start with the smallest payment? And so you kind of have to start there with what's that main goal for paying off the debt? Some people do want to pay it off as fast as possible. And so we're going to start making accelerated payments and trying to make payments larger than the minimum to hit at principal as fast as we can. Others may not have the additional income to do that. And so you may want to start with a smaller payment and graduate over time into a larger payment. And again, it does come back to that household decision of, you know, is there income from a spouse that may be helping with those payments or how can we structure the taxes to look at income? You know, sometimes it may make sense to actually file separately when it comes to student loans on your taxes. And so there's a lot of nuance there. It's a very personalized plan, but really starting at the big topic of what's the goal for paying off this student loan debt. Okay. So somebody sets a goal and says, I want to have this paid off in 20 years, then how do you help them do that? Sure. So there's different repayment plans available, especially speaking for federal student loan debt. And so walking through the one that everyone defaults to is the standard repayment plan, which is the payment plan over 10 years, the same payment for those 10 years. And so that's where we can start to look through, okay, what would the payment be on the standard plan? How much additional income do we have above and beyond that amount? If we want to accelerate paying off the student loans, you know, quicker than 10 years, then trying to look at, okay, how much additional income are we comfortable applying to student loans? Because we're also going to be thinking about other things like saving for retirement and saving for who knows what it may be a house or children education, or, you know, there's going to be different things. So it's all a little bit of a balance there, but really starting with repayment plan options, Looking through those with the federal government, there's several out there. Some of them are based on income and starting there and saying, okay, how does that look from a cash flow perspective and kind of going back to the basics of setting up a budget. Mm -hmm. So recently the student loan business has been in the news with the Biden administration's plan first to alleviate a good deal of student debt and then the Supreme Court weighing in on that. What's your advice for people right now where you think that may be headed? Should they depend on that? At this time, I would say not for forgiveness. There still are some forgiveness programs out there separate from 
Biden's proposal to forgive student loan debt. But based on what the Supreme Court has issued at this time, there is no forgiveness that's going to be provided, no relief in that aspect. They are still looking and trying to put into place a new repayment plan that is a little bit more forgiving in terms of it's based on income as well. And so that is something that they're looking at is maybe adding a few different repayment plans. So I wouldn't say we can just assume that forgiveness is going to happen, but we're definitely going to have to make some qualifying payments towards those new repayment plans to receive any sort of forgiveness. The way the political process works now, it might be best to just say, hey, let's not depend on that happening and exactly. uh, figure out exactly. another plan. Yeah. Yes. So what are some common missteps you see people doing in managing their student loans? Uh, a couple of missteps are, again, just going through and there's a couple different options when you are setting up a repayment plan. One of them is to consolidate your loans. And a lot of people just think, oh, that would make things easier. Instead of having a loan for each year I was in school, I'll consolidate all of them. But sometimes that's actually not the best options due to interest rates throughout schooling. And so just being mindful of, hey, when you do finish up school and you have the student loans, don't just default to consolidating all of your loans. You want to be looking through that process and making sure that that's the best decision. So that's one misstep that sometimes can happen. And I would say too, the other thing is going back to interest rates is just being mindful of when you're looking at debt in general, you know, you mentioned that there may be debt outside of student loan debt. Um, And so, you know, credit card debt is an example uh, where if you have credit card debt and your interest rate is, you know, who knows anywhere from 14 to 25%, you know, it, it may be best to focus and snowball on the credit card debt first and then circle back to, mm-hmm student loans and just pay the minimum and get other debt that has a higher interest rate paid down first. Some people are just so focused on student loan debt that they don't pay attention to interest rates on other debts. So that's a second misstep that sometimes we do see. Are there interest rate deductions for student loans similar to you know, mortgages or is that not a thing? No, you're right. There are student loan interest deductions. And so that's something to be paying attention to. So luckily, that is an above the line deduction as well. So don't even have to itemize on your taxes to receive that. And so that is one added benefit, I guess, of having student loans is getting that interest deduction. (laughs) So yeah, if there are any benefits, that would be exactly, exactly. Yeah. So do you advise graduating residents to look up a, a certified financial planner? such as yourself or just talk to their tax person that puts their taxes together? Yeah, that's a great question. There are some resources and I brought a few as well that I'm happy to share. We'll put them on the links to the show notes. So uh, yeah, yeah. let us know about some of those. Okay, definitely will do. Just trying to get some good education and good sources out there as a starting place. But as I mentioned at the beginning of this, you know, student loans are a very personalized plan. It's not really, you can't get a just general answer for how you should structure yours. And so, of course, I would recommend trying to find a certified financial planner or an expert in student loans. There is a designation for a certified student loan specialist as well. And so I'll include that information, just two really good designations to know, hey, this would be a great starting place for finding an advisor that's educated in this area. That sounds good. Now, residents in neurosurgery or young neurosurgeons probably are are different than a lot of people with uh, student loan debt in that they just have so much of it. Have you dealt with any young doctors and advised them on how to minimize that? 
Absolutely. They're an example of something that's often referred to as Henry's. So, you know, high income earner, not rich yet. This is something that you hear often. And so when you're starting out in your career and you're starting to see high income years, but trying to figure out, okay, how do I start maximizing this income and turning it into wealth? And as part of that, it is looking at debts and making sure that you're managing those appropriately. So oftentimes, yes, we're working with individuals who may have high income, but don't necessarily have a large balance sheet at this time or their balance sheet is negative. Um, It's very common Mm -hmm. when they're starting off. Yeah. And you'll see, I mean, I know because I was young once and uh, people come out of the woodwork to to try and get your resources, you know, and it's, and, uh, and make you think, well, and the, the flip side of it is if you start making a lot of money, more money than you've ever seen before, you look at that and say, wow, I should just pay off all these student loans right away and I'll have them taken care of and I'll live on peanuts for five or 10 years, but that might not be the right way to do it. Exactly. And we really try to take a holistic approach when we're, you know, starting planning and looking at okay, the student loans are really just one piece of your puzzle. And so it could be that interest rates on your student loans are reasonable. Again, let's set a goal for those student loans, but also know that the stock market may be returning more than the interest rate on your student loans. And so maybe saving and setting aside some funds in a savings account or saving for retirement. We try to look at as different buckets of your financial life. And so managing all of those buckets versus focusing on one and only filling up or reducing the debt in one bucket. Do you advise people to kind of pay a set amount for a long period of time? Or does that even vary? Say, you know, pay just a little bit now and then increase the amount you're paying off when you're making more money. Exactly. Yes, it could change. It could vary. Sometimes for individuals, it may not be the case in this situation, but sometimes if you have bonus income, it could be, you know, let's always pay this set amount. And then if there's additional income that comes in through bonus income or, you know, we see income change increase throughout the years, then absolutely we can apply and change that payment plan or that goal for the student loans as your financial situation changes. So it is fluid. It's not something that's set in stone. There's a required minimum payment. We have to meet that requirement, but certainly, you know, our finances are fluid and everything is always changing. So it's looking at that and adapting as what fits for the plan that the individuals or couple has set out. Are there any regional or state differences in sort of these payoffs or are they pretty much the same depending upon uh, what type of loan you get? Pretty consistent, especially if they're through the federal government, we're going to see pretty consistent process from the federal government from state to state. Okay. I just have a couple other questions that we usually end the podcast with on a more personal level. Where's Linden, Kansas? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, It is 30 miles south of Topeka, Kansas. If you're familiar with state capitals, 30 miles south of there, Uh, you'll drive through Linden, Kansas on Highway 75 and don't blink or you might miss it. You might miss it. Yeah. No stoplights in town or something like that. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) How did I know? And the last question is Sooners or Wildcats? Well, that's a tricky question. We're house divided. So Uh my husband is an avid Sooners fan, actually works for the athletics department uh, for the the University of Oklahoma. But I will say I did attend the last football game in purple. So if my Wildcats are in town, I still cheer for them. Fantastic. That's great. (laughs) 
Well, thanks for talking with us on the podcast today. Kristen Buckman, a certified financial planner from Castle Point Wealth Advisors on managing student loan debt. Really appreciate all of your advice today. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the AANS podcast, business and practice management podcast from the American Association of Neurological Surgeons. Tune in next week for another exciting program. Thanks for listening.